You are listening to The Secret Podcast, Episode 4, Righteous Ambition. Welcome to The Secret Podcast, where learners and doers come because they want more for their life, their family, business, and faith. My name is Amber Smith, and if you are seeking something new or more for your life, you've found the right place. everybody. Welcome. I am so glad you're here and listening. Today is Thursday, but whenever you're listening to this, (laughs) I hope you're having a great day and I'm grateful for your participation. I hope that this is more than just like a passive listening experience for you. I think um, there's a lot of podcasts and a lot of information out there and I don't want this just to be something that you listen to and It doesn't change anything because what's the point if it doesn't actually change something? And so I kind of wanted to lay that down for you right now because of what I'm going to be talking about today. Today is about righteous ambition. And I'm a woman of faith, like probably most of you are, I'm I'm assuming. Um, And maybe we have different belief systems and different ideas about faith. But um, I think if you are a faithful person and believe in God and a higher power and maybe more purpose to life than just this life, this particular mortal life. Um, I think that this will resonate with a lot of people who are trying to do the right thing by their God, by their religion, by their belief system and values, and still want something a little bit more for their life. And by more, I just mean something more than what you're currently at. Maybe it's more clients. Maybe it's more money. Maybe it's more vacations. Maybe it's more time with your kids. Maybe it's a fitter body. Maybe it's traveling to Europe. I don't know. Whatever it is for you, um, something, this is what Ed Milet calls blissful dissatisfaction. And I love that podcast. I'm going to link that up in the show notes. It is so good. He talks about that idea of, you know, being perfectly happy, but wanting more. And I think that's exactly what it means to be a seeker, which is why I started this podcast in the first place is um, always looking for something, not because you're dissatisfied with your life and with who you are in the negative way, but because you're dissatisfied in the really awesome way, like, you know, there's more for you and there's no, you know, there's more you can become. And this idea has been something that I've really struggled with in the healthy way or the unhealthy way um, my whole life. I have always been obsessed with personal development and learning and being the right person, right? I was a huge people pleaser and still struggle with that sometimes. Um, But I've always had that idea of like, there's more I can become. There's something better for me or more for me. And when I take that the negative way, I feel depressed. I get lonely. I get... Um, discouraged, and I hide. And maybe many of you do that too, when you want more and you don't have it. And that's not really what I'm talking about today. Today, I'm talking about righteous ambition, because I think that if you are a woman of faith, or you have a, you feel that you have a deeper purpose than just this life, I think this is really important to understand what righteous ambition is, and that it looks different for everyone. And this is something that I hope you really take to heart. There's no right way. I don't believe in cookie cutter people. (laughs) And righteous ambition is going to look different for me. And it's going to look different for you and your mom and your aunt and your neighbor. Right. But I I have this idea that I've been playing around with. um, And it keeps coming to my mind that when I meet God, 
He's going to show me everything that I could have been and could have done and could have contributed and created. And Ed Milet talks about this too in that, in that podcast that I shared earlier. And I really love it. It's like the, the woman I could become versus the woman I end up being at the end of my life. And I, to me, that encompasses righteous ambition is like becoming all that I can be, not just a shell of myself, not hiding doing everything I'm capable of the best way I know how and constantly growing and constantly improving, not because I hate myself, (laughs) not because I don't think I'm enough, right? There's a difference. I think a lot of people, because there's more to give and more to grow, I think some women especially think that they must not be enough. And that's just not true, right? We're talking about something bigger than this. We're talking about potential in the best way, not the make you feel bad kind of way. I think the temptation is to think and dwell on all the things that we're not and make that mean something really bad about us. But I think the way God intended it to be is, hey, look how much you have to grow. Look what you can become. That's exciting. Look what's possible instead of look what you're not, right? There's a, it's a totally different feeling. And t- that's what I want to talk about today is it's not the, oh my gosh, look what you're not. It's the look what you can become. And for me and my clients that I work with, it's always, always about identity and who you believe you are, who you believe you're not, what you believe you're capable of, what you believe you're not capable of, right? And I think righteous ambition comes back to the fact that we get to decide what we want. And we decide what we want by deciding what's possible, right? And so the game is, you know, we achieve only the things that we go for. We don't stumble on success. We don't stumble on greatness. We don't stumble on this ambitious life, this this amazing life, right, that many of us want. Or maybe it's something that doesn't look like worldly success. I don't think ambition means you have to go make a million dollars and you have to travel the world and you have to have a beautiful home and you have to have a beautiful, perfect body, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about personal ambition, like the, the knowledge that you have something more to offer and give and you know that God planted it there for you, and you're going to go get it. And once you get it, that's that's really where people get confused, right? Oh, if I make too much money, it must means I'm it must mean I'm greedy, and that's that's not true either, right? Um, or something like if I have this perfect body, maybe I'm not going to spend time with my kids. Or if I start a business it must mean that I don't think my husband makes enough money, right? There all these little thoughts creep in to make us tame or to dim our ambition. And I just believe that that actually can damage our mental health and our self-worth because if you're made for greatness and you know it and you're not living up to it, it's going to feel off. You're not going to feel authentic. You're not going to feel like your true self. And I think being all that we can be is our true self, whatever that looks like for you, whatever's on your heart. And this is exactly why we can't judge people, right? We don't know what's planted in their heart and what gifts they were given that they need to show up with in this life. I don't like when stay-at-home moms get made fun of or talked about as a, in a bad way. I think that that's like one of the most noble things you can do. And if that's what they want, who are we to say anything against that? Same thing goes for work-at-home moms, right? Um, There's no... (laughs) perfect way to be a mom. I know for me, I challenge, I was really struggling with that 
when I was a brand new mom. I wanted something more, but I didn't know what that looked like because I thought success looked a certain way, that I only needed to be happy being a mom. And that was actually false for me. I have a lot that I want to do in my life. Motherhood is definitely one of them, but it's not the only thing. And so I think we just can't judge people for whatever their ambition is and let it be theirs. Another thing I want to talk about is gifts. Whenever someone says, oh, you're so good at coaching or, oh, you're so insightful, or maybe you you have so much insight into, you know, self-help and relationships or whatever people say that, I always kind of shake my head and laugh because I know who gave me the gifts I have. It's God. And I don't pretend that this is something that I've developed on my own. He gave me this and then I've, I've cultivated it. I've grown it. I've done my part, but I I don't kid myself in thinking that I've, I am who I am just because of my own brain, right? I think we're given gifts so that we can share them, so we can make an impact, so that we can feel fulfilled and be successful and bless other people's lives. I think that's the purpose of the gift. And I think the in particular about the righteous ambition piece, it's because we have something more to offer with our gifts that God gave us that we have that calling in our heart. And for me personally, this is, you know, this is just me speaking, but you can apply this to whatever comes to mind when you hear me say this. Like when I picture dying, I want to get the vision of my life, the movie of my life, if you will. Um, I want to watch it and go, yeah, like I maxed out every moment, every gift, every opportunity, everything that you gave me, I used to make my life better, to make my children's life better, my husband's life better, my friend's life's better, strangers' lives better, my clients' lives better, right? Because you gave it to me knowing that I would use it, cultivate it, turn it into something even more than I could ever imagine. Um, I didn't plant the seed, he did, and then I grew it, if that makes sense, by action and by belief and by not being afraid to fail all these things that um, I think a lot of people shy away from because they're afraid if they try and fail, it means something bad, like you're not enough. When I think if you try and fail, you're trying to use the gift. You're trying to do something more. And that's what life's all about. That's what ambition is about is going for it, even if there's no evidence that it's going to work. Even if you fail a few times, you just keep trying to show up the way you want to. I want to share a quote with you really quick. It's by E.M. Gray. And he said, the successful person has the habit of doing the things that failures don't like to do. The successful person doesn't like doing them either, but his dislike is subordinated to the strength of his purpose. I think that it's a good quote, Um, but I I think that when you have those things that you want, the bigger life, um, the more impact, the, the success, right? It sounds like it might be selfish. But when you're tied to your purpose, when everything you do is tied back to your purpose to serve, to contribute, to grow, to become the woman or the man, if you're listening, (laughs) um, that God intended you to be, it's not selfish. It's what you're meant to be. I, I think that we're just uncovering what the human potential is. Barely. I think we're just beginning to see what's possible when you just go for it and believe you can do it. I, I look at around and see the technology and the information available. It blows my mind all the time. I can jump on a plane and fly across the world in less than a day. I mean, people a couple hundred years ago couldn't even imagine the technology we have. We are so blessed. I think one of the reasons that we have technology and things are made easier is so that we can cultivate our gifts, that we can bless other people. 
I look at all the things I don't have to do as a mom. I don't have to wash my my dishes and my laundry by hand. I have machines that do it for me. I don't have to grow food. I don't have to be a farmer, right? And because of that, I have free time. What do you do with your free time? Like I, in my opinion, we should all be cultivating what we're great at and finding a way to serve, whether that's in business or not, whether it's, you know, in a big way or a small way by the world standards. I, I would argue that that's a topic for another day. What's big or what's small. But I think we, and we, this is all personal, right? When we really look inside of us and be honest with ourselves, what we want, that's where we're going to know what our purpose is. That's where we're going to know what's next. And l- allowing ourselves to dream and have a vision that's bigger than what's current I think that's where the magic is. And having ambition isn't an evil thing. It's not. Until we make it mean something about us. Until we make it mean um, mean it in a selfish way. I I hate arrogant people. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I just said it. I, I debated erasing it, but <laughs> I'm going to leave it in there. I, I will re- restate that. I'm not, I don't hate them. Arrogant people get on my nerves because they're forgetting who gave them the gifts that they have, right? I think some of the best athletes and the best performers and the best business people always give glory to God. And that's something I write down in my journal every day is I glorify God daily because I never want to become one of those people um, that forget where my gifts come from. I think righteous ambition encompasses the idea that God created us. If we're meant to be like him, that means we have an eternity to go to become something bigger than we are right now. And I think a lot of people mistake this for um, like one day in heaven, I'll become better or bigger. And I just have a hard time believing that that doesn't start now, that ambition is something that we're born with and not, and like I said, ambition is not what I mean by the, like the worldly standard of ambition, but the really personal, quiet, private goal setting and vision and dreams, you know, that we have that maybe we don't even talk about anymore because we've stuffed them down. And I say to you, (laughs) go for it and rekindle that flame of like desire and not like the way that the world talks about it. I think what I'm talking about is very different, not for earthly gain, not for um, praise that makes you inflated and you know, you forget who you are, but in the way that like, no, this is who I am. Like I am a great person. It's okay to be amazing. It's okay to be like remarkable at what you do. It's okay to make a lot of money. It's okay to be in the public eye. It's okay to be successful. I, I'm not talking about hiding it. I'm talking about living it and giving glory to where it's due to remember who you really are and your identity as a child of God. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Is becoming something more. And there's no right quote unquote, (laughs) right way to do that. Only you know, and God knows. And so when we compare ourselves to the world, it's going to look different. I think if we compare ourselves to who we are and to who we could be, that's righteous ambition. And remembering who gave us the gifts and who wants us to grow and how that's even made possible, right? I think of the scripture like, be therefore perfect. I don't think he's talking about perfection by ourselves. I think he's talking about partnering with the perfect person. And in my religion, it's Jesus Christ. But 
you have to remember if especially if you believe in in god that i do even if it's just a higher power there is something more that's rooting for you that's fighting for you to grow and to become i just have a really hard time believing the god of the universe the creator of the stars and the earth and everything that we experience and the creator of ourselves I just really have a hard time believing that he intends for us to play a small life. I really do. I think he wants us all to be great in our own way, using the gifts that he gave us to serve and to live the best life we can, to enjoy it, to be fulfilled totally, to feel like we have a purpose and to live it, to live that purpose every day. To me, that is righteous ambition. And to me, it's so personal. I hope that you listened to this and identified something that you can do and a belief that you can start choosing to believe about yourself that you are created for amazing things, not just okay things, not just small things, not just the current life you're living. And a lot of people don't like that because they don't understand that you can love your life right now and want more. That's abundance and God wants it for us. I just have a, a strong conviction about these things and like, I want to encourage as many people as I can to go and live a bigger life And that doesn't mean it looks like everyone in the media. It means it looks like something different and more powerful for you. And I hope you take these things and like really ponder them and really think about how you can have righteous ambition and you can take steps towards a bigger life and a bigger future, something that's exciting and compelling and invigorating, right? For you and have the courage to go for it, even if it looks different than what you've lived in the past, what your parents have lived, what your husband expects of you or whoever, but it feels right to you and you just go for it, you know, all in maxing out and enjoy the ride on becoming someone bigger than you are right now and more like the God that created you. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you guys. If you like this podcast, please leave a review here in iTunes or, you know, send me a message or whatever. I'd love to hear from you um, about what this means to you, how your how your current life is going and um, what kind of goals and dreams you have. I love talking to people about their goals because no one who has ever gone for it is going to tell you not to go for it, right? The successful people encourage everyone to go for their dreams and... I just love it. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Hey, it's Amber Smith, or you can find me online on my website to learn more about what I do in my business. And that's ambersmithcoaching.com. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, please leave a review if you like this and I will see you next week.